0: Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value.
1: Awards Watch says Liam Neeson is at his best. Don't miss in the land of saints and sinners. Having left his dark past behind, retired hitman Finbar Murphy, played by Neeson, leads a quiet life in a remote coastal Irish town. But when a menacing crew of terrorists arrive, Finbar is drawn into a vicious game of cat and mouse, forcing him to choose between exposing his secret identity or defending his friends and neighbors. In the Land of Saints and Sinners, from Samuel Goldwyn Films and Sony Pictures Home Entertainment. Watch it now on digital. Rated R. People need to know who the hell's in charge here, what the rules are.
2: Episode 185, Jamie, right? Episode 185? Here we go,
3: 185. 185,
2: your job is done. Welcome to Walkers and Talkers. We are actually recording this early in the week. Let's see how fast I actually edit it, but we're we are we're getting better, like I promised. We are. Welcome aboard. If this is your first episode, welcome back. If it's not, I see, uh, based on our, our listener numbers, I can tell that people are like zombies walking back into the world of our podcast. <laughs> the, the numbers Yay. are going up now, so they're like, wait a minute, they're back. <laughs> so that's good. So uh, if, if you're new, I'm David Brody from Melbourne in the Morning Show. That, of course, is Jamie from Light FM in New York. Still not playing Christmas music, but don't worry, any day now.
3: We may sprinkle one in
2: Please, we may have to put Christmas music on this podcast Just to get the numbers up I figured that'll work
3: That's kind of funny
2: We'll play All I Want for Christmas is You And I'm like, well, well I'll paste the Brooklyn Boys podcast <laughs> By the way, just because just I have to plug the other podcast if you don't mind By the time you hear this podcast We will have relaunched our merchandise website Brooklynboys.bigcartel.com With all new product line. very excited about that wow
3: congratulations
2: thank you now that being said the walkers and talkers logo has about eight colors in it now when you want to make a shirt you you pay by the color right oh oh, i
3: didn't know that
2: yeah because they have to like it has to go by in multiple passes interesting so it goes by and prints orange it goes by and print it takes a long time to print multiple colors right the brooklyn boys for the most part is blue, orange, and white, Mets colors. That's how, yeah. how I planned it. And some of our shirts are black, uh, blue with white, red, uh, only a few colors. The first shirt we did was like six colors, and that was direct printing. So not to get too technical and bore you, but it's like using an inkjet printer where the this giant, you put a shirt in a giant printer, and it oh. prints, yeah. brrr, 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 <laughs> makes that sound, and it, it prints the ink right onto the shirt. Oh. And what happens is if you use a lot of colors, it's very, the, the ink gets to be a little thick, almost like an iron-on, and oh. it takes a long time. Because of that, the shirts are more expensive to make. Okay? That would
3: make sense. A lot of ink.
2: <laughs> a lot of ink and a lot of time, and you need a different kind of machine. So here's my question to, I guess you guys are the listeners. If we're the yes. we're the talkers, you're the we're the
3: walkers, and we're the talkers, right? We, like in
2: Brooklyn Boys, our fa- our listeners are called slices because we talk about yes. pizza all the time. So we, I don't know if we have a fan army name. So maybe just <laughs> the listeners because we're the talkers. I think that makes the most sense, right? So, it does. would you guys be interested in a, a shirt with the full zombie Brody and Jamie logo? Walkers and talkers, I Eat Radio for the iHeartRadio pun, the whole thing, the whole logo uh, in the horizontal version. I want uh, on, one. on like maybe a black shirt. Well, uh, Jamie, I, I'm working on that. You and I can I can swing it, but they would be more they would be more money than the Brooklyn Boys shirts. And I oh, I don't want we have to have eight
3: colors. Oh. This,
2: right, and I don't want to make it like a black and white thing. I mean, I technically yeah. could, but it would look really good in the, in the full colors. So. Oh, it
3: would look great.
2: <laughs> Plus, our listenership isn't as large as the Brooklyn Boys, so we don't have to print as many. So yeah. what I want to know is, I don't I'm not I'm not giving a price out now, but the Brooklyn Boys shirts I think are 19.99. These might, these might, approximately, maybe they're 25, 26. You know, I don't, I don't know. It depends on how many we make, but you you have to order them by the the dozen, I think. Yeah. And so, uh, just give us a tweet. Um, Just tweet us at walkers underscore talkers, just so I see them all in one place. Legitimately, though, like, if you're like, yeah, I might. If you legitimately would pay a little extra for a shirt with our logo, then I gotta, I gotta see if I can host it on the Brooklyn Boys page, and if we can get them done, and how many, and, you know, if we're only gonna print 12... I got to know the sizes almost in advance. Yeah. Right? Kind of. That. So I'll let you know. But first, let's see if you're interested and you want to represent the, the podcast you know and love. You know, maybe we get a shirt down the road that says Snappy Banter. I don't know.
3: Oh, I, I don't, like it. I don't
2: know. But initially, I would love to get the logo out, and we'll see about that. And then down the road, maybe if it pays, we can do like less colors and maybe just Walkers and Talkers podcast and, our you know, with our names and maybe Snappy Banter.
3: Hashtag well, for the people, or, or Jamie's <laughs> crying, right? Hashtag for the people,
2: or hashtag what episode is it? <laughs> S- something like that, because we we are releasing. Um, I, I can't. Well, you it, it's already up. By the time you see this, it's already up. One of our new Brooklyn Boys shirts is is all of the catchphrases oh. that that we could remember from our show. I love it. And so, like fart water, and if you listen to the Spagels, sh- if you listen, you know all the <laughs> all the stupidity. Then you know. So that's. So I thought maybe you know we don't have as many slang uh, catchphrases, rather. Uh, but maybe we could slip some in. My broke my ass. Might be one. Ten inch,
3: Ask, Gerald uh, Dixon.
2: Ten inch, Daryl Dixon. Right. There are some. There are some. Yeah, we have, we've. Uh, don't tweet me. We have. Uh, Jamie, you should listen to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, Jamie. Good thing you listen to this podcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Jamie, did you really just say that? Seriously, A lot Jamie.
3: Sorry, with seriously, yeah. Jamie. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, Jamie.
2: <laughs> okay, so uh, normally we start off doing Walking Dead news, right? And then we do the episode review. Yeah. But we, we're, since we were late on the last episode, not a lot has happened newsworthy-wise. News-wise-worthy. Uh, any way you want to uh wise-worthy news. <laughs> and so we're not going to do that. We're going to go right into the episode. But there have been some stories and articles written about the episode. So rather than do them up front, after we do the episode review, we're going to talk about some things that have been written about the episode analysis from other people. Awesome. That will play into the episode breakdown. And then I want to talk about the new teaser trailer for season 11 because if you don't know about the comic books, there's a split second in the new teaser trailer that you're like, "Oh my god, I know what that means." So, <laughs> now what it exactly means on the show, we will break down later in this episode. But I know I'll tell you what it means in the comics. And then we can see how that plays out on the show. A little—is okay. that what your appetite?
3: Yeah. Yes. Very. Is your, much so. is your
2: appetite all wet, Jamie?
3: All wet. Okay.
2: <laughs> very good. Like like a ten-inch child Dixon would do.
3: Yes. Yes. All right. Very
2: good. So Jamie's <laughs> appetite is wet. We'll we'll go from there. Okay. So the episode was called "One More," which related to um, uh, Father Gabriel wanting to go to one more place to look for supplies. So let's let's talk about it. First of all, did you like the episode?
3: I did. I did like it. It was intense.
2: (laughs) Yeah. So I got into uh, a debate, not a debate, but I I set some people straight on YouTube. Uh, There was a breakdown of um, of the episode and on one of the many YouTube channels I follow. And one guy said that, uh, oh, uh, on the next episode, we're going to see when Father Gabriel goes to the water tower. Uh, This is not a continuing series. These are standalone episodes for the most part. These are bonus episodes that may lead to season uh, 11, but I don't believe there's a direct continuation. And that was proven on Talking Dead, which we'll talk about. So if you think that, oh my God, the water tower, and I'll get into what that means because there were a lot of little Father Gabriel Easter eggs in this episode. Uh, I don't think it means what we think it means. I think it was a nod to what we think it means. And I don't think the water tower thing is ever going to happen because that's just the way it rolls. So, okay. (laughs) With that said, that's how it rolls. <laughs> Father Gabriel and Aaron were out on a supply run with a map that Maggie gave them. I guess she had seen things or heard things or mapped things out. Why she didn't go looking for food in those places I don't know, but they have the map and unlike Daryl, it did the map didn't get ruined. <laughs> no, it didn't. <laughs> the episode starts off. Uh, this was the the part of the scenes that were released uh, over a week ago. It's um Gabriel and Aaron killing uh, about a dozen walkers but really graphic shots of blood splattering on insects, on flowers. Yeah, on
3: leaves and all over. I thought
2: the cinematography on that was excellent. Was I think too. I like that. Okay, so the first stop on their map tour, again, another scene that they showed us a week ago, they come to a burned-out shell of a house. I guess Maggie thought it was, I guess beforehand it was a house where people were living, uh, and uh, supposedly there was stuff in the basement. Well, the only it's thing the standing is a door and the, <laughs> and the stone fireplace. Yeah. And three three skeletons nearby that look like a couple with a kid. Yeah. That look like maybe they, they were burned to death in the house.
3: That's what it looked like. To, it looked like they were burned to, and they were all holding on to each other.
2: But at this point, we don't know if they were burned alive on purpose or there was a fire and they couldn't get out. So they all got in bed and hugged or whatever they did.
3: Oh, God. But yeah. somebody
2: or somebody killed them, which I that's a theory I have as we go on and it'll tie into some bullshit the next stop uh, they get to is there's a walker sleeping against a like a, a like a Mario marker pole some kind of pole mailbox whatever yeah. it was and it's sleeping and they wake it up and it's back rips off because it's oh, stuck from
3: the heat wicked
2: <laughs> I thought that was really cool Father Gabriel I thought that
3: was very cool Father
2: Gabriel killed it because you know no big deal it wasn't really moving very quickly he then takes an egg timer Throws it into the field that they're in front of, and another dozen or so walkers wake up. They're all sleeping in the, in the in the, I don't know. it Looks like hay or well, not hay, but like the tall, field or whatever. Tall, there. tall weeds, grass, whatever. Yeah. right. Tall grass. You know, they all like, got. Oh, good thing we set the alarm off, and you know they kill everybody. But that brought up some questions on uh, on Twitter. Because people were it sure calling did. dead walker. <laughs> uh, so so Tanya, who gets a mention two episodes in a row, uh, shoes for T. Tanya, we're not going to mention you next week. We can't do three in a row. Then we got to start <laughs> paying you. She says, I have to call napping zombies bullshit on yesterday's episode. Since when do zombies play dead until they hear a noise? Right. Uh, um, I said, well, maybe they were dormant or maybe they just were all just bored and they just kind of like plopped. That was I know, a they, lot,
3: though, just to go dormant, I thought. That was kind of creepy how they all popped up. I'm like, wow, a lot woke up here.
2: Right. And the one leaning against the pole. Leaning against the pole seems like the kind of thing a person would do. And maybe they died there and then got stuck to the pole. Yeah. And then just conked out from exhaustion. But <laughs> why, why would a walker sit down and lean against the pole unless they died there?
3: It looked or, like he died there.
2: And he wasn't tied to the pole, right? It wasn't like he was no. handcuffed or anything. So, uh, so that's weird. Uh, unless, you know, um, Maze killed him and had his hands tied behind his back, but he didn't. It was, that wasn't the case. He was loose. He was loose. Stephen Furry, or Fu- well, uh, his uh, his Twitter is a, was at RTPGFury. So I don't know if he's, I guess he's Furry, but he's Fury. I, I, sorry, <laughs> Stephen. Uh, I think there may be a running out of food storyline for both the people alive and dead that is in play here, maybe that is what they're going for. Those, oh, because those zombies just collapsed there trying to find someone to eat. So he thinks maybe that hmm. the walkers were going hungry and they ran out of energy. I get that. That can happen. All of them in the same
3: spot? I, yeah, well, yeah, that's the thing. The same spot is kind of fishy.
2: Right? Like, if if they if, they, if, if walkers starve, but all of them at the same time? Yeah, so there's definitely some... Fields of Walker bullshit there. But it looked good. I mean, the egg timer scene made it good if you don't overthink it. But that, again, that's what we do. We that's, overthink that's it.
3: That's our job. <laughs> that's it.
2: So that's all before the credits. And then when you come back from the credits, uh, all the walkers are dead. And they've moved on to another location. Um, Gabriel finds bullets on the ground and a car uh, with bullet holes in it uh, and a walker. So somebody shot up the car. Uh, spoiler. I'm pretty sure it was Maze. Because yeah. he's got the automatic weapon, but we yeah. don't know that at this point. Somebody is, is uh, you know, shooting people up.
3: Yeah, there was a lot of bullets, a lot of guns. Lot and it of... looked
2: like the skeletal remains of a horse. It look, yes, it looked... with the rider on top of it. Did you see that? Right, so the guy shot the horse in the head. and oh, the Oh, guy... that was sad. That was sad, yeah. Gabriel's optimistic they're going to find things. Mm-hmm. Aaron looks pissed, but they oh, start going did, through is, all of the cars. <laughs> yeah, they go through all the cars and... They don't find anything. The cans of food have bullet holes in them. So again, the guy who shot the place up—again, I'm pretty sure it's Maze—didn't didn't care about anything. He's just killing people. Yeah. They go to, um, I guess it's a a food store, grocery store of some kind, like a
3: mini mart. Yeah. Mini
2: mart full of walkers. They kill one coming through the window, and they try to pull him out through the window so oh. they can climb in the window, and his skin comes off like rubber gloves.
3: Oh, that was gross. Very,
2: but gross but cool. Gross (laughs) Gross but but cool. (laughs) They fall down conveniently. They fall backwards so that Aaron can look up and see a folding chair on the roof, which they never would have seen had they not fallen down. I'm calling uh, skin removal bullshit. (laughs) Folding chair bullshit. (laughs) Right. Father Gabriel climbs up the, I I don't know, fire escape, something. He climbs up on the roof, I guess because Aaron has one arm. He's not, he's not climbing as much.
3: Yeah. It's kind of hard to climb with that thing attached to you. Right.
2: There's uh, a bunch of walkers handcuffed to pipes, so they were they were obviously held hostage, yeah. a prisoner, which is why I thought the guy, the walker next to the post, may have been handcuffed, but he wasn't, at least that I that I that I noticed. Uh, two skeletons are hugging on a bed, similar to the way they were in the field. Again, I think somebody killed them, uh, had a breakdown and killed them, is what I'm thinking. Yeah, I wonder who that could be. Oh. <laughs> Father Gabriel tells Aaron he doesn't see anything on the rooftop except a ladder. He says, it's just a ladder up here. Now, the, uh, if you remember in uh, in this episode and in the teasers, one of the stops along the way is the next stop, which is the water tower. Now, in the comic books, as I've told you guys, Father Gabriel is looking out for the Whisperers in the comics. Yeah. He, he runs down the ladder to... Warn the survivors Ooh. that he sees the whisperers coming, and his legs get caught and he falls oh. and he's hanging upside down from his ankles, yeah. and Beta walks by and cuts his guts open, and his oh. guts fall out of his stomach and the walkers eat him and there's nothing left but his like his bottom of his legs.
3: Oh my god! I remember you saying that.
2: So this is one of three two three references to that happening. One of them is the ladder. Two is the water tower itself, which plays in the episode. And three, I will point out to you when we get closer. Okay? Mm, okay. All right. The rooftop was sprayed with save us as if they were hoping somebody flew over and saw their message. So yeah. that could have been painted, be- you know, just as the apocalypse happened. And maybe different people were up there and were hoping uh, a plane saw them. Or maybe they saw a CRM helicopter.
3: Which and- that could totally happen.
2: And-, and found paint in the store and painted save us. But obviously that didn't work because they did not get saved. Uh, Father Gabriel climbed down the ladder into the store and killed all the walkers, came out and found nothing. He says to Aaron, let's do you know one more, one more location. You know, that's never good. It's always a bad sign in these kind of in, in The Walking Dead. We are like, let's do one more. Like, no, just we one, shouldn't.
3: Just one, just one no, more.
2: Just do one more. You're like, don't no, because that's that's the whole plot. The whole plot's going to be the next one. The bad thing is going to happen. It's going to be the next time. Haven't they watched the show? Like when <laughs> you were not, not. listening to this podcast. Hey, guys, watch <laughs> the show. Don't do the one more thing. Like, like take the money in Vegas and walk away. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't try to win one more hand. Just walk away. Once you win, get out. It, it's, <laughs> it's like um, when you win, like, let's say you win uh, $200 on the slot machine. You probably walk away with 40 because you're convinced now you're playing with house money, you'll just, you'll just try to win a little bit more. Yeah. But, you know, you have a TV on in the
3: background? I'm sorry, that was, that was my family.
2: <laughs> Your family's on TV?
3: Well, no, they're not on TV. They were talking to each other.
2: <laughs> oh, well, do me a favor. Go pull a maze and lock them in the attic.
3: <laughs> I know. I said, please keep it down.
2: <laughs> yeah, and my dogs aren't barking now, so that's good. That's oh,
3: good. well, that's good.
2: Okay, so Aaron begrudgingly says, fine, we'll do one more. Because he says to him, don't you want to see your daughter? I want to see my daughter. Let's go home. And, you know, Gabe's an optimist, mostly. And he says, no, yeah. we're going to do one more and we're going to find stuff. So Aaron Aaron goes with him. That's, you know, he was pissed. The camera pans out as they're walking away. And they show a skeleton on the ground with a bullet hole in its head. Did you catch that? Yeah. all the Most of the skeletons had
3: bullets in their heads. I was like, what? Who's now, you have to wonder.
2: <laughs> at that part, you're like, somebody's shooting them.
3: Oh, that's, yeah, head. exactly.
2: However, having seen the rest of the episode, you guys already saw it, spoiler, you know what's going to happen.
3: Yeah.
2: I wonder if Maze went around playing Russian roulette with people. And these oh, are the losers. Sick. And these oh. are the losers. Oh, that's sick. Right? So these people, you know, he, he killed a lot of people, but maybe the reason they have holes in their temples is he made them play Russian roulette.
3: You're right, because all of them had bullet holes in the same place, basically.
2: Right, in the temple. Yeah. Right. I'm a Jew. Oh. I know about temples, so <laughs> you,
3: have
2: to, you have to trust me on this. I trust you. Okay, good. Good. Uh, so they're going towards the water tower, and it starts to rain really heavily. And, of course, it's like the tree in the road. You're, you're not going to get there successfully. Something is going to stop you or block you or delay you. That's the show, right? You know, like, what's going to happen? Tree in the road? No, they're not in a car, so that, it's not going to be the tree in the road. So now it's rain. Rainstorm. So, so they find they, – they look for shelter, And they find a big warehouse, which is not on Maggie's map. Huh. What are the odds the person killing everybody lives in that warehouse?
3: (laughs) Very high.
2: Now, the sneak peek of this episode already showed Father Gabriel meeting Robert Patrick. Robert Patrick, of course, from uh, The Sopranos. He played Davey, the guy who owned the sporting goods store. He was the the advanced T2 liquid uh, robot in Terminator 2 and T2. Uh, so he, he's and he's been in a lot of things. He usually plays the bad guy. Uh, yeah. Usually. Not in Sopranos, he just played a loser. Oh. Eh, so, yeah, spoiler from Sopranos, early 2000s, he was yeah. a loser. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you what happened to his character, but he was a loser. But not because he died or he didn't die, he just, you'll see, he had gambling problems. Anyway, so they, they decide to go into this warehouse. They don't see any signs of life. Father Gabriel sees a big stack of Bibles and figures this is a good sign, and he puts one up and a lot of the pages are ripped out. At this point, We don't know why the pages are ripped out of the Bible, uh, but obviously it wasn't because people, those were their favorite pages. Yeah. They, of course, split up, which is never a good thing to do in this Not a good idea. Father Gabriel goes looking in a filing cabinet behind some papers for something, and he finds something and it makes him smile. I guess he knows what's in a typical warehouse office behind the back of back (laughs) of a filing cabinet. Aaron comes up to a door where he hears noise. He hears shuffling behind the door. And he starts talking to what's behind the door. Hey, uh, I'm Aaron. I'm a friend. I don't mean any harm. And the thing, whatever's behind the door doesn't answer him.
3: I'm watching him like, "Uh, this is not good. They're not answering back, back away.
2: (laughs) Yeah, either it's somebody evil or it's a walker. It's a walker back there. You you couldn't possibly think it's a person, but okay. You're giving it a shot. So he flings the door open and Father Gabriel hears a terrible scream.
1: Like like, a very
3: high-pitched Aaron scream. Like Aaron's being bitten.
2: Yeah. He runs to save Aaron, and and uh, it was a wild boar, like a giant pig. Yeah. And, and that he he had the wherewithal to kill, so it didn't kill him. And Gabriel, uh, very funny scene, just starts laughing hysterically at him.
3: I, then that made me laugh out
2: loud, too. <laughs> yeah. So Father Gabriel says, look, uh, why don't we have dinner? Because we now have the boar. And uh, I found something in the filing cabinet. It's a very expensive bottle of of liquor. So Gabriel pours a little bit of it, and he tells him it's really good, but it's also at one point was a $2,000 bottle, and their plan was to only drink a little bit of it and save it. That didn't last very long because they got drunk on it.
3: Yeah, and he made Aaron smell all the aroma. He goes, what do you smell?
2: Right, (laughs) so he made him appreciate the whiskey, and he went on to explain he worked with someone who drank a lot of whiskey, and he learned about whiskey. Now here's an Easter egg. That people are all crazy about online. The label on the bottle of whiskey, which I'm assuming is an aged bottle of whiskey, which is one of the reasons why it's expensive. You age whiskey for many years. The name of the whiskey was Dwayne Jones. Now, Dwayne Jones was Morgan Jones's son's name. Oh so my God. People are, oh, Jamie, you should listen to this podcast.
3: Well, oh, so, I had another reference in my head. Yeah, Well, but... there
2: is another reference. and Well, you, you'll tell me yours in a second. So people think that's a clue that Dwayne is alive or that he might be he might have started a whiskey company, except that Father Gabriel clearly said this is a very expensive bottle of whiskey, which means it's from before the apocalypse. And, and yeah. little nine or 12 year old, however old he was, Dwayne couldn't have done that, didn't have his own company. And Morgan didn't make a line of whiskey before the apocalypse named after his son. What is your reference? Because there is another Dwayne Jones reference.
3: Well, he was the main actor in, was it Day of the Dead?
2: Night of the Living Dead.
3: Night of the Living Dead. And he was the main actor in that movie. And that was his real life name. Right. And it was kind of like a nod to him.
2: Right. Now, we don't know if Dwayne Jones, the kid, was named after Dwayne Jones, the actor, as a nod because they do a lot of... Nods to uh, George A. Romero and his movies. Yes. Uh, that could be why the same name is used, or it could just be coincidence. But that could be why they named him Dwayne after the actor. So, love it. Since it's probably the actor, an homage to the actor or a double homage, the kid's not coming back. He's dead. Yeah, I think uh, he's gone. Uh, uh, however, I- I'm I'm going to throw something at you later that may blow that out of the water. But yeah. I don't think it. I don't think it will. So we'll okay. See. <laughs> anyway, Aaron says it's a rough day, they agree to drink and play poker with bottle caps.
3: Yeah, like little bo- soda bottle caps.
2: Father Gabriel bluffs, Aaron and wins. That comes back later because he gets called out on his bluffing abilities. At some point in the conversation, Gabriel says he doesn't want to preach anymore. He doesn't believe the world will ever go back to normal, and he says that evil people aren't the exception anymore, they are the rule. Hmm. So obviously he's not as open-minded and optim, you know, open-eyed oh, and sure. optimistic as he used to be.
3: A little bit of a darker side now.
2: Yeah. Father Gabriel is snoring very loudly because they fell asleep drunk. <laughs> and uh, Aaron wakes up because, truthfully, uh, Father Gabriel was snoring like a walker.
3: Yeah. He was snoring very loudly.
2: <laughs> so Aaron wakes up like, and, like ready to fight. He thinks maybe there's a walker. And uh, he says he's going to go take a piss. By the time Father <laughs> Gabriel wakes up, uh, an hour or so later... Of course, Aaron is nowhere to be found. And
3: it's morning time and the sun's coming in. I'm like, oh, uh uh-oh, this is not good.
2: (laughs) Right. Now, I don't know why this plays out the way it does, but okay. He goes looking for Aaron. He doesn't find him. However, he hears heavy breathing behind him and it's Robert Patrick, Mays, wearing a raincoat, holding a rifle. And he says, "Uh, what did you eat? And he says, we had boar. He says, well, I'd like some. And so he sits down with Father Gabriel at the table to talk to him and, and eat uh, eat boar. And I guess he wanted someone to talk to because he very easily could have just tied him up while he was sleeping.
3: True. Yeah, they could. he could have done that, absolutely.
2: Anyway, he feeds the guy. The guy won't tell him his name. He says, hey, did you see Aaron? And he says, you know, you you guys broke into my place. You, you killed my boar. You drank my whiskey. Now, if you're living alone in the warehouse, why would you hide the whiskey in in a filing cabinet, as if you were the boss of the warehouse.
3: And the odds of someone finding it, too.
2: <laughs> right. Unless you didn't know it was there, and he's just claiming everything in the warehouse is mine. That could so totally it, be. So you're drinking my whiskey, but I, I was a little, I was like, yeah, it's not really a whiskey if you didn't find it. Yeah. You didn't claim it. Claim. Claimed. Claimed. <laughs> Father Gabriel says, look, we were looking for food. We meant no harm. and uh, And he says, really? You weren't looking for any harm? And he pulls Aaron's Fake metal arm out of his bag, oh and he throws God. it on the floor. By the way, very convenient. He threw it on the floor where he did for later on in the episode. But yeah. he says, "Oh, you guys were, were were not here looking for anything." Now, look, the guy had a, a a mace on his arm, but that's because he's he had his arm amputated. Yeah, the and he has to kill walkers, it.
3: exactly. Not because he's
2: there to kill any human beings. <laughs> exactly. So Father Gabriel could have said that. You know, he, he didn't. Just, he could have just said, "Dude, that that's his." What do you want to have? A, He's uh, an amputee. To, yeah, what do you want, a feather duster on his arm? <laughs> Father Gabriel says, he tries the old routine. Uh, you know what? I got a lot of people. If they uh, they don't uh, hear from me, they're all going to come. They're going to come find me. They're going right, to come looking for me. Every hostage says in you know every, every movie, oh, it's people, they're going to be worried. He, he says there's 25 people. Uh, they're going to be looking for us if we don't get back. And the guy says, you're bluffing, man. Just like he did in the card game. Ooh. So at that point, I'm like, I said, I knew right away he was watching and listening at some the point. The whole time he was because he knows you're right. He knows everything that's going on. So he says, uh, "You think my automatic weapon is loaded?" And and Father Gabriel says, "There aren't a lot of bullets left in the world." And he aims the gun at Father Gabriel's head, fires about a dozen shots. Holy
3: shit! Yes,
2: at his head, <laughs> right, but not to hit him. Yeah. And then into the room to the left of Father Gabriel, he says, "Do you think he made it?" Oh my! And god When says, he said that, I'm sweating. I'm like, "Oh my god!" Right? And Gabriel's like what he says your friends in that room and uh, it. (laughs) the guy walks over to the room looks and he says uh yeah he's still alive and he says to father gabriel why are you still wearing that collar and he says well it represents the light of god and love and goodness and light and mercy and forgiveness and he goes the same reason why you keep all those bibles and he says i use those (laughs) bibles for toilet paper oh my god pages are thin and Gabe, Gabriel says Well you should read them He says I did read it That's why I wiped I, my ass with it
3: Oh my god
2: <laughs> That was a great line uh, Not if you're a fan of the bible But it was a great he, line Yeah The guy says to him It must be hard preaching When you don't believe What you're saying And he says I do believe it And he says really You said evil people Are not the exception They are the rule
3: He. he it's creepy Because then you realize He heard everything
2: Father Gabriel says He was drunk That doesn't count And the guy says Many a truth comes out When you're drunk Truth serum Exactly. So the guy goes into the room and pulls Aaron out. Aaron's tied to a chair, and he's beaten and bloodied. He unties Aaron's only hand. I won't say his good hand, his oh, only hand. his
3: only hand, He yeah. puts a
2: gun on the table with one bullet in it and says, you have a one in six chance. Oh, my God. Now, this God. is Russian roulette, which is it's a nightmare of mine. I could never play the game.
3: You called um, that last week. I mean, that damn, that was impressed, because that was such a small clip, and you got it.
2: Yeah, I figured if he's holding the gun to his own head, that's got to be what it is. Yeah. Unless he said you have to kill yourself or I'll kill it like your kids. Yeah. But I knew they were on the run alone, so that was my guess. Um, Lord of Enjoyment on Twitter says, I'm calling BS on the Russian roulette. With a gun like that, you can see where the one bullet is, not sure what there is to be nervous about. If I were Aaron and Gabriel, I'd pretend to do that till the one bullet came up, then shoot the guy. Now, that's that's always the theory, Right. If you have the gun and you know what the bullet is next, like if you clicked it five times, you know, the bullets in the six is
3: isn't is it's coming your way.
2: <laughs> the problem is the guy's got an automatic weapon pointed at you
3: right at that, his face.
2: I And thought by the, the time you turn to shoot him, oh, you'd be dead. He's going to kill both of you. Yeah, that's absolutely. always the plan. Some movies, they'll say you can shoot me, but there's five of us with guns and the rest of us are going to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> right. They make it where there's no way out, where the one he, bullet thing exactly. is not going to work. Now I've seen Russian roulette movies where they'll put five bullets in the chamber.
3: <gasps> oh my God. And
2: there's only one.
3: Oh my bullet. God. I can't, I couldn't take
2: that. Well, no, <laughs> I mean, f- no,
3: I just like this is uh, just to even think that thought is so awful.
2: <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I, I think it was um deer hunter
3: where oh the God. guy
2: plays it. He's a prisoner of war and he plays it. And, uh, at one point, there's five bullets in, in the gun. And and so what happens is, I don't remember if this was from this movie. Uh, Deer Hunter's like 30 years old, spoiler. Um, the other guy puts the gun to his head and clicks it, and it doesn't go off, which means the other five chambers have a bullet in them. <gasps> right? So at that point, you know you're dead. There's nothing you can do.
3: Oh, my God.
2: If you don't pull the trigger, they're going to shoot you. So, I mean... Oh, God. All right, hang on. Before we get to any more Russian roulette talk, uh, we'll be right back after this.
1: In the land of saints and sinners from Samuel Goldwyn Films and Sony Pictures Home Entertainment. Watch it now on digital rated R.
2: Okay, let, let's move on from the Russian roulette talk and, and get back to the <laughs> okay. scene. Okay. Father Gabriel puts the gun to his head first, pulls the trigger, doesn't die, puts the gun back on the table. Aaron puts the gun to his head and it doesn't fire. Gabriel puts the gun to his head, doesn't fire. So then Aaron cocks the gun and, and and it makes a click sound. And, and Mays says... It makes a different sound when the chamber's loaded. He says, you have a choice to make now, son. Uh, Aaron says, we are not thieves and murderers. We don't kill each other. We protect each other like family. He says, don't tell me about family. He says, I was with my family. I saved my family's life many times. I woke up from sleeping and saw my brother eating my last bit of food. And then he came at me with a knife. He says, I handled him. But he taught me a valuable lesson that day. So he's implying that his brother stabbed him in the face or cut his face. Father Gabriel rips into him. I guess he has nothing to lose, right? He says, he gave you nothing. You just can't deal with the fact that he chose food over you. You're looking for some grand design. You think problems will go away if you lock yourself up out here and believe everyone is evil. But we aren't evil, and there's still good people in the world. Aaron starts to put the gun to his head, and the guy taunts him and says, don't you want to see Gracie again?
3: Oh, my God. Right?
2: And he says, of course I do. That gave me
3: the creep.
2: So he wants (laughs) to see if Aaron will shoot Father Gabriel. Right, he's screaming at him. Don't he, you want to see
3: your daughter again? He's taunting him. He wants. He wants him to shoot Gabriela for sure.
2: So Aaron says, "I do," but then puts the gun to his head, and he's about to pull the trigger. Oh my god! And the guy at the last second tells him to stop. Were you freaking out?
3: Uh, yeah, I was. I was like, huh. I think I stopped breathing for like at least thirty seconds. I didn't really think
2: <laughs> that he was going to make Aaron kill himself. So I figured it'd be well. The some fact way. that it
3: it clicked and he it was happening. I oh my god! Right. I did get a little nervous for a second. I'm not going to lie. <laughs>
2: at that point, I might have tried to distract him and at least shoot him once. Yeah. You know, try to shoot him or, or like in the leg. And so maybe Gabriel could grab the gun. But uh, that wasn't the case. Again, I'm surprised that he didn't tie Gabriel up to so that Gabriel couldn't like jump up and get him or anything. You know, like, because that not, that might happen. You never know. <laughs> anyway, he put the gun down and he unties Aaron. He says, my name is Maze. Now, when he first said it, I thought he said Mace.
3: Oh, okay.
2: Right. The guy says, "My he says Maze," and the guy and Aaron says, "What?" He says, "My name is Maze." I thought he said Mace, like the thing on your arm. Yeah. Right. It was clear for a moment he was trying to be human, and for a split second you're like, "Wow, maybe the guy's coming around." Maybe he's like, "You know what?" I misjudged you guys, and then a split second, uh, blood splatters on Aaron's face, and you hear a, you hear a crunch and blood splatter, and Father Gabriel in the surprise move of the season. Uh, kills him with Aaron's Surprise arm. Surprise
3: move of the season.
2: <laughs> in the shocking sea yeah. <laughs> a- and so Maze got
3: maced. I was so shocked out loud. I audibly was like, oh, like I couldn't, I, was, I did not see that coming at all because he was opening up to them and like you said, the human side was coming out and all of a sudden I'm like, I mean, Aaron's face said it all. He was in complete
2: shock. I, I tweeted something like uh, Maze got maced. Maze. Something, something like that. No, I, 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 t- I said... Oh, you're Maze, I thought you said mace.
3: <laughs> it did sound like that. Right. Uh, Aaron looked horrified.
2: Horrified. Not just because he <laughs> now had this guy's brains, the, the guy's brain matter oh. on, on him, but he looked at him like, dude, you're, you just like, killed the guy after we, we even, swore we didn't to him. We not talk about it. We weren't <laughs> kill. Well, what could they t- have a conversation about? But they just convinced the guy they weren't killers. And then he killed him. And Gabriel didn't even blink. He just like did it. It was like, let's go. And Gabriel (laughs) says to him, we're good now. And Aaron says, looks like, no, we're not. We're not good. (laughs) As they're leaving, Aaron says he heard something, right? Uh, He must have heard everything we said last night. So where was he hiding? So they find a staircase that goes into an attic. They find this supplies up there and they find a guy handcuffed to a pole that they know is his brother. Why? Because Robert Patrick is also playing his brother with the, his twin, <laughs> right? Or, or close enough that he's he's got the, the hair and the thing on and he's handcuffed yeah. to a pole and the wife and kid oh. are dead on the floor with bullet holes in their head right in the temple. At this point, you don't know if the brother killed his own family uh, or if they were forced to play Russian roulette. But now you're thinking, OK, maybe Father Gabriel was right about this guy. Now, he didn't know he had a brother uh, upstairs. And maybe his brother was the the crazy one and he was punishing his brother or maybe he was the crazy one and he was torturing his brother. We don't know. So Father Gabriel leans into the guy to take his handcuffs off and this guy who's been handcuffed in an attic for years, I'm assuming, based on the length of his hair, somehow notices the gun in Gabriel's belt, grabs the gun in Gabriel's pants and takes it, points it at them,
3: Rookie move, Gabriel. Right.
2: He points the gun at them as if to say, stay back. And they're like, no, we're here to help you. You sent it, yeah. it to his brother and you killed his brother too. And, y- and he, Yeah,
3: I thought the same
2: thing. And he, ha- he has to believe they probably killed his brother because oh, he, yeah. he heard everything. He was upstairs. He, he could
3: see maybe through a hole in the floor. Or well, something But he too. was in
2: the room of hearing everything, right? Yes. His brother heard everything. Yep. The guy doesn't shoot them. He shoots him. He looks at his family
3: oh. and
2: then shoots himself in the head like, I have nothing to live for. Um, unless there's been twins in the show before, I don't remember any time an actor dying twice.
3: Because I thought, oh man, they're not going to kill either one of them because you know they brought Robert Patrick on and now he's gone. And then when I saw the mother, I'm like, he's back. And then I'm like, oh, now he's gone.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Gabriel finds some cans of food. So they did get some supplies at the only place that wasn't on Maggie's map. Aaron is looking at something that disgusts him. And as they walk away, it's pictures, two giant pictures, I guess Mm -hmm. eight by tens,
1: of yeah.
2: uh, Maze and his brother and his family, that they must have kept with them the whole time of the apocalypse, Ugh. and he had it up there. And and so, was he keeping those pictures because he wanted to remember the family he had? Because or, or did he hate them and kill them? Like why were the pictures up?
3: That's pretty effed up to leave them there. I don't. I don't know what. Yeah. What's What's going on there?
2: So they go outside. They see the water tower, and they they. Aaron agrees. Let's go. Okay. I thought there was... Oh, wait a minute. Did I skip over a part? I think I did. Hold on a second. Oh, before the rain, Father Gabriel was walking through the mud and a walker grabbed him by the ankle and he falls in the mud. Remember that scene? Oh, yeah. And the walker is on top of him and Aaron kills the walker and the walker falls on top of Gabriel who had the machete in his hands, right? Yeah. So the machete cut the walker open when Aaron pulled the walker off of Gabriel, the walker's guts were on top of Gabriel as if they were his guts. Which,
3: oh, for a hot second, I almost screamed because I thought that they were Gabriel's guts.
2: <laughs> right. That is the third Easter egg about the way that oh, he died. Oh, you're right. Right? That was another oh. thing referencing how Father Gabriel died. Now, this could all be you're foreshadowing right. Gabriel's death the same way. When Glenn was with, um, oh Heath, Heath, when he and Heath go in to kill the sleeping uh, Savior, and they look on the wall, oh, yeah, and this guy that. had pictures of everyone whose heads were bashed in with bats. That was oh, foreshadowing God. of Glenn's death.
3: Yeah, yeah. So
2: this all could be foreshadowing. I don't foresee them going to the water tower, but I don't think they're going to kill Father Gabriel. I think he's too popular. But you never know. As the show is ending, maybe they do. I don't know. Eh, they they might eh, just go for it. Maybe. maybe, maybe, maybe. <laughs> There's a scene from next week, and it's the Commonwealth throwing everybody in train cars. Remember, uh, Yumiko, Eugene, Ezekiel, and Princess got captured by the Commonwealth. And now this is the continuation of that finale. Uh, Princess and Ezekiel try to escape. There's another trailer where Princess is being interrogated by a comic book character named Lance Hornsby. Uh, He he does the interrogations in that interrogation room we saw in the TV trailer. Uh, asking her where she was when the world fell apart and trying to uh, get information. And in the scene, Yumiko got hit pretty hard and she keeps saying, is is my friend okay? Is
3: she okay? Yeah.
2: And they won't tell her. They just want to know where she was when the world fell. And she's not talking, at least during she that scene. She not is not cooperating. Talking, uh, talking <laughs> Dead had Seth Gilliam, Ross Macwan, uh, Robert Patrick and writer Jim Barnes Uh, Barnes talked about the water tower as an homage to the comics, but didn't say anything like you're going to see it. He just said that was a little foreshadowing. Robert Patrick thinks father Gabriel made a big mistake, uh, by killing his (laughs) character. (laughs) He says, I I was a lost sheep. I was vulnerable. Uh, he could have helped me bring me back into the world. Let me, you know, let me join the flock. Um, I looked at him for that leadership. I said to him, I, 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 I'm, I'm lost. And he, and he, you know, basically said, please forgive me. And he, and he says basically that Gabriel and Aaron proved they were killers, even though they said they weren't because Gabriel killed him. Yeah. He said, so I was right after all. It is, it is, <laughs> you are killers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he said, there's no good people left, but is, is, is Gabriel a killer or did he kill him in self-defense in anticipation of him being a problem? that's the I thing I think it's
3: out yeah right what do
2: you think does that make Father Gabriel a cold blooded killer or someone that he killed somebody that he couldn't trust much like uh, Lizzie was killed I
3: think I think like Lizzie had to be killed I think Mays had to be killed and it turns out Gabriel was right
2: right a- after they went in the attic I think maybe Aaron felt better about the killing
3: oh for sure yeah uh,
2: Patrick in an interview uh, with uh, the Insider and my friend Kirsten Akuna uh, Akuna <laughs> Matata uh, he says that the whole Russian roulette scene, the twenty-minute-long scene, was done in one take. Well, one long take. So there are no edits. There's no. Uh, they didn't stop in the middle. They filmed it all. Then they had to do multiple takes till they got it right. But it was one long scene, which he said he'd never done before, and he loved it. That was one of the highlights of his career. Yeah, was doing one of those long scenes. Let's get to the season eleven teaser. Uh, you know what? Let me let me uh, let me give a, a review. Uh, some notes from uh, fansided. dot uh, com. Liam O'Leary is a writer, and here's what he, he wrote in his article. I'm going to read the whole thing for mostly verbatim. He said okay. on AMC Plus, there's an extra scene that they show a little bonus. That's probably on AMC Premiere. I haven't watched it. Where showrunner Angela Kang explained that Maze had forced his brother to play Russian roulette with his wife and daughter, resulting in Maze's brother killing them. Either either he killed them himself because he didn't want to die or they lost the game, okay? Then he says, why would Maze make his sister-in-law and niece play Russian roulette if his brother's the one who betrayed him? So was this his way of punishing his brother by watching his family die?
3: That that was my thought.
2: So uh, he says, when Maze's brother commits suicide, he looks down at his wife and daughter's bodies before he does so. Initially, I thought this was him lamenting killing them first, and he realized that this was that his brother was right about him being selfish, and he killed himself to atone for it. However, once this thought that Maze might have been lying came into my head, I gave his brother's suicide a second look and a new thought occurred to me. What if Maze's brother killed his family out of mercy? What if he was trying to spare them from whatever terrible fate Maze might have intended for them, making their deaths as quick as possible and painless and leaving himself to suffer the apparent years of imprisonment that Maze inflicted upon him? Yeah. Or maybe they turned to walkers and he killed them, put them out of their misery. We don't know. Um, and he says, just because Maze said that his brother betrayed him, doesn't make that true. Maze had the scars, but he could have gotten them anywhere, right?
3: Very he true. He says, what
2: if Maze was the one trying to steal the food from his brother, and uh, his brother stopped him? Ooh. Now bent on violence, he forced his brother and sister-in-law and niece to play Russian roulette, figuring this world cut down on the number of mouths needing to be fed, and uh, there'll be with limited food, the less people around to eat the better for him. He says it's even possible that the cars riddled with bullets that Aaron and Gabriel found may have been victims of Maze and his automatic weapon while he searched for food. So he could have just started shooting people looking for food. Hmm. So he says, I think um, rather than letting his brother and and wife and daughter starve to death uh, because they were imprisoned. Anyway, that was his thought. And I, I agree that definitely Maze killed those people. But if you, oh,
3: yeah, for sure.
2: Right? looking, I guess looking for food or who knows what. So let me get back to now the big teaser that came out for season 11. Um, it's, I don't know, about 10 seconds long. It shows a birthday cake. Now, all of the teasers that are coming out look like the 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 scene is in the shape of the letters of The Walking Dead, as if there was like, um, you know how Marvel does the opening and you see oh, yeah. scenes in the letters? yeah. That's the way yep. this is, where the scene is in the letter of one of the letters of the Walking Dead logo. It's a birthday cake. Now, if you watch it in normal speed, it's a cake. But then there's if you freeze frame it, or if you watch very carefully, you'll see pictures on a wall. Did you catch that, or have you not seen it yet?
3: Oh, I, I didn't see the birthday cake one yet.
2: So it's very quick, and you see photographs on the wall. Hmm. Hundreds of photographs randomly, like, tacked onto a wall. If you look closely, one of the photos says find my sister it's a missing persons wall
3: oh my god in the
2: comics this is known as the wall of the lost located at the entrance of the commonwealth now i'm going to give you a comic book spoiler that but it it doesn't i i guarantee it's not going to be what happens in the comic necessarily unless they remixed it well they have to remix it in some way so if you don't want to hear what happens in the comics we're wrapping this up in a minute uh but before i do that um Uh, We're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back after this.
4: Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual-wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: Awards Watch says Liam Neeson is at his best. Don't miss In the Land of Saints and Sinners.
2: It's, a, it's different members of the group um, because there's different people on the show that are still alive. Michonne is one of the people that goes to Commonwealth in this mission that these four people went to. It was Eugene okay. Yumiko, uh, I forget what guy, it doesn't matter, don't tweet me, and Michonne, <laughs> I believe. There's a, a picture up that says, find my mom, and it's Michonne's long-lost daughter oh, living at Commonwealth. Now, in the TV show, she had a son that was killed, she said, right away. Remember, yes. her slaves were there and, and they may yes. have killed her son because it was the the, hus- the husband and the friend or whatever it was.
3: Yeah, and they, they, they turned their back and didn't watch him and then he died, yeah.
2: Right. So she doesn't have a daughter. So, so it's possible somebody's sister, who's currently alive on The Walking Dead, might be looking for their sister. Somebody may be looking for their sister. So... Um, We know Maggie doesn't have another sister. Could Michonne have a sister we haven't heard about?
3: If she does, we didn't hear anything. Does
2: Carol have a sister? Not Uh, that we know She hasn't mentioned it, right? So uh, a female, and again, that could be just a sign, like a teaser for the comics, but not necessarily the person we'll see at Commonwealth who's related to the cast. I'm just saying. That makes sense. It could be somebody's sister, or it could be, that we find it could it could be Dwayne looking for his father. We we don't know. Again, I think Dwayne's dead, but it could yeah. that could be the way they bring Dwayne back is that he ended up in the Commonwealth because there was no way he was going to wander from uh, from Atlanta to uh, Virginia. And and truthfully, um, unless Georgie was out recruiting people to the Commonwealth, if she's really uh, Pamela Hilton from the comics, Milton from the comics, would he really go to Pennsylvania where the Commonwealth mm-hmm. is located? That's far. That's far also. So I don't think it's Dwayne. So, so I believe they showed that wall um, because somebody is going to be reunited with a long lost family member. Hmm. So I'm I'm just, yeah, uh, there, there you go. So there you go. There we go. So there, I like it. There you have it. Okay. So uh, that's it. I think we're done, Jamie. We're, we're back on track. We're and, back on track. Which means uh, it's today's, what is it, Tuesday? We'll, Tuesday. We'll Look see when I go. post this. Don't forget to let us know about <laughs> the T-shirts we talked about.
3: Yes. And other than that,
2: it is definitely time. What time is it, Jamie? It's time it's... to shut this shit shut... down.
3: Oh God, I didn't do it,
2: Jamie. I'm so sorry. Jamie, sorry,
3: my timing was terrible. You can't
2: be late if you don't even do it.
3: <laughs> Let's okay, try do this do. again.
2: Are right, ready, Jamie? It's time.
3: Time to shut this shit down.
2: Jamie, you supposed to say what time is it? Oh my
3: God. Oh, we're completely starting. Are over you new this to part? this? <laughs> Apparently, 185
2: episodes. Well, of course we're starting from the me. beginning because I said, "Jamie, what time is it?" I'm I didn't sorry. say go. I, okay, Jamie, it's <laughs> that, is past my bedtime. I know, Jamie, it's, it's that time.
3: What time is it, Jamie? It's, it's time to, time shut, time this to shut this down. shit down. Just say it. <laughs> oh, God, uh, that was really funny and embarrassing. We,
2: we, we, we gotta go. Goodbye.
4: <laughs> okay, I'll see you later. Goodbye. <laughs> Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: Awards Watch says Liam Neeson is at his best. Don't miss In the Land of Saints and Sinners.